Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And of course, they got to deal with the Ezekiel Elliott news and the fallout. And of course, it's one of those crazy situations. Now, here is Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield, and Mike Florio. It's been a very long time to do this. Ultimately, within an hour and a half, they ruled to deny Ezekiel Elliott's uh, preliminary injunction, which means. Once again, for the next six games, Ezekiel Elliott is suspended. And I feel like, Mike, we're in the same position that we have been week in and week out. Alfred Morris, Darren McFadden, Rod Smith. Yeah, and this is the worst-case scenario. Like, I remember early on, way before the season even started, when we were talking about Ezekiel Elliott, and we said, what is the worst-case scenario? And I, I thought it was, you draft El- Zeke, he plays the beginning of the year, and then you're not with him in the playoffs because this carried out for so long. This... We heard all week this is really the final stage. There's no more of this. He could take it to another court and appeal. This is it now. So now, to get Ezekiel Elliott back into your lineup, you need to make your fantasy playoff championship. So that's an extremely big blow. And like you said, we are right back where we started, where we've been the last couple of weeks trying to figure out which one of these three guys you should pick up. They're probably all mostly owned. I I personally think Alfred Morris is going to get the first crack, but I think DMC is going to be heavily involved. We could see a committee between those two until one of those two really steps up. And Rod Smith has a lot of high upside. So ultimately, the injunction for Ezekiel Elliott was denied. However, the appellate court, which is still good for the NFL, which is where the Brady case went, will still hear his case. So the injunction, which is basically what he needed in place in order to um, order to play while his uh, court case was being heard, that has been denied. But the appellate court will still hear his case on an expedited basis. He is suspended until there is a decision from the appellate court. Ultimately... I don't know that he even continues the case other than to clear his name, Frank, because a a lot of this was about being suspended, right? Like, he didn't want to be suspended. Now, if he's going to be suspended while his court case is basically pending before his case is even heard, I'm not sure where the time frame is for the appellate court to even hear his case. So ultimately, I'm not sure there, there is a route there for him. It looks like, at least for the near future, he's going to be suspended. Yeah, and like Mike brought up, that's weeks 10 through 15 as of right now. We're trying to figure out which running back is it going to be. We've constantly brought up Alfred Morris, Darren McFadden. Originally, you know, we did a breaking news video about this maybe a month ago when it first happened. And now it's every other week. You don't know if he's suspended, if he's suspended. And we thought that they were keeping Darren McFadden behind closed doors, that they were keeping him fresh in case this ever happened. 
now we've get we've got multiple reports uh, from Jerry Jones going on the radio that Alfred Morris is going to see more work. I think that's obvious. We know that they're going to see more work, but I do, I tend to agree with Mike. I think it's going to be one series for this guy, one series for this guy, or two series for him, two series for him. Maybe they'll go quarter by quarter, and then if Alfred Morris is running better that game, they'll go with him. If Darren McFadden is running better, then they'll go with that guy. If Rod Smith gets involved, then he's going to be the guy. As of right now, all three of these guys need to be owned, and I know that we've constantly got questions from our watchers, our viewers, our listeners uh, about, should I continue to hold these guys up? They're taking up spots on my roster. Well, this is why you need to hold on. We've never seen anything like this in fantasy football. Yeah, we had the Tom Brady case, but it wasn't like this. It wasn't one week he's suspended, one week he's not suspended. Uh, We don't know when he's going to be suspended and if it's going to happen. This is like something we've never, ever seen before in fantasy football. And for that case, for that reason alone, we were telling people, if you're a Zeke owner, you need to continue to hold these guys. Even if you aren't a Zeke owner, you need to continue to hold these guys. Now, is it the time, once again, to try and trade Darren McFadden or Alfred Morris while this is all going on? That's going to be a lot of the questions that I think we have to answer as well. Fantasy Football Rewind. We'll be right back with more fantasy football information after this. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind Monday, Thursday from 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. on the East Coast and the West Coast. You know how to get it done. Subtract three. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind. Winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Fantasy Football Rewind, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Now, these guys are some characters, these uh, Susmania, Florio, and Frank Stanfield, and you can check them out on Fantasy Best Friends Forever, 11 a.m. to noon. There's a special show they did yesterday, 40 Chicken Nuggets and 40 Fantasy Facts. So they gave out a Fantasy Fact, and they ate a Chicken Nugget each one on time. Now, this is a good deal, right? This is something we could all be interested in doing. Because we like our nuggets. So let's uh, see what these guys are up with me. I mean, sometimes they're they're a little crazy. Sometimes they're a little wacky. Here's what we got. 
with the chicken nugget challenge, which is whatever. We're going to find out in just a minute here. Favoritox has arrived. I am Greg Sussman. This is Frank Stanfield. Mike Florio will be here in just a moment. Frank, it is your birthday. So we are here celebrating your birthday. Sponsored by Crown Royal and Captain Morgan. It's your fantasy salad birthday bash. And to do so, we want to help our friends out that are watching us, that are going to watch us, that are going to tune in. We're, going to, we're here to help them with 40 fantasy nuggets. And to celebrate the 40 fantasy nuggets, you are going to eat 40 McDonald's chicken nuggets. And here, we're not lying, there are two 20-piece nuggets right here. It's legit. It's completely legit. Frank has told us <laughs> that he will be able to attempt to eat 40 nuggets. Now, Frank, how many nuggets do you think you'll be able to eat? I think I, that I, I want all 40. I'm going to try. I'm going to try my best for 40, but obviously I don't want to throw up all over the studio. Because, no, but, you I, but like, if you're done, I want to be like, oh, I can do another one. You know what I mean? I'm going to push myself. That's all I ask for. But realistically, I think I'm going to tap out somewhere around 30. All right. I might you, be able to exceed a little bit over 30. How, many, how much have you eaten today? I had a cinnamon raisin bagel for breakfast. Okay. Oh, so you, you had a bagel for breakfast. You actually had a, a big... Yeah, but that was at like 8.30. So that, that was a, a long time ago. Dude, that was a bagel, though. That wasn't like a, like a little breakfast, like a yogurt. I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta nourish yourself. Let's make sure that doesn't block the nuggets. Hopefully you're okay with that. Yeah. Let's push that, push that by the crown roll. Perfect. All right. So this is, again, our 40 fantasy nuggets with the fantasy salad, Frank Stample. And this is real. Like, we have uh, fantasy nuggets we want to give out as Frank eats his nuggets. Uh, Mike and I are enjoying our, our sponsors, Vanilla Crown Royal. We brought some Coke with that. Um, so, Frank, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready to begin? You want another deep breath or something? No, no, I'm good. You feel like I'm, I'm going to take a sip of water. All right, hold I on. Start. You want to cheers that? Cheers. First? Cheers to, to Frank's birthday. Happy birthday, Frankie. Thank you, guys. Uh, enjoy your enjoy your 40 nuggets as you all enjoy the 40 fantasy nuggets we have. But we're going to do a nugget. Every time Frank finishes a nugget, uh, we'll move on to another fantasy nugget. Does that sound cool? How are we going to pace this? Because I don't want to like rush myself, eat too fast, you know, kind of thing. You have an hour and eight minutes. All right. You have an hour and eight minutes until we have to go. Probably, literally, let's say, let's say an hour. Okay. You, you have an hour to eat the 40 nuggets. I'm going to try but, my best. It's not unreasonable. But once you start the nuggets, the only thing you can wash them down with is our sponsored drinks. <laughs> or the water. I'm going to probably need some more water. Uh, we'll go, I'll go get you right. more water. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. So we get, Am I also reading the fantasy no, nuggets? No, we'll handle that. You oh, just, all right. You, cool, you, cool. You, you just eat. So once you, once you take the first nugget, we will begin. All right. All right, here we go. The 40 Fantasy Nuggets with your BFFs begins with DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray has the 12th highest snap percentage among, run, among running backs this season with 65% of snaps played, and yet he's only RB26, as Frank chews. Uh, Florio, does that snap surprise you? Yeah, I mean, he's obviously been getting a lot of the workload, but the production, we all want more. So, yeah, I definitely you think like it is one, surprising. Right? You don't like this one, right? What? You don't like barbecue sauce, right? Barbecue's okay. So can I use it for fries? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean I, have a ton. I, if Frank uses all this sauce, that I'd be more impressed with that than the 49 I'm nuggets. a big honey mustard ranch and buffalo guy. But those, I'm not going to say it on air. They're not sponsoring. You can say whatever you want. They messed up our order. They oh. didn't give us buffalo. It's okay. not your fault. You guys you guys did great. We did our, we did our you job. You got me tons of sauce. All right, you, you are the DeMarco Murray fact, Frank. So what, <clears throat> what did you give your thoughts on that? Yeah, I spoke about this on Monday, and I really wanted to bring it up about how annoying he's been for fantasy purposes, and you, you brought it up, Greg, is that as long as him and Derrick Henry are both healthy, they kind of take away from each other, and 
you know, I, I said that he's going to be in the flex discussion. Mike ended up being right. I mean, he's still a low-end RB2. I, I might have overreacted a little bit, but I don't feel good about having him as a low-end RB2. Like, I'm if you're starting him, it's not with any confidence. So, the other day, Mike said, I, I think you said something along the lines of, like, you're okay with what he's given you so far this year? No. Or something like that. I, I said, but he was like the sixth or seventh running back drafted. You're, you're talking too much. No, no, no. And he's RB26. I, 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 I said I that I don't think there's enough running backs in the league that can warrant him being outside the top 24 every single week. Probably I, not agree, I agree week. with that. But I think DeMarco Murray, the problem is I, I think, I know what the percentage is right now. I have to think that goes down. Like we're always projecting for the future, not the past. I think that number goes down. The snap percentage. Yeah. I mean, it has to. I mean, he dominated snaps last week. He did. But didn't put up the production. Right. Didn't get the touchdown. All right. Next nugget. That's our next, our next fantasy nugget goes to the New York Jets. Frank, Frank's favorite team on his birthday. Um, the Jets defense has not allowed a single rushing touchdown to a running back since week six. That's like three whole weeks ago. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> this week they face uh, Doug Martin and Tampa Bay. Florida, do you think uh, this is the week that the Jets allow a rushing touchdown? No, I, I'm worried about Doug Martin, especially we saw him get benched the other day. We saw him, I, I, I don't know, Martin has been getting the volume this year, but it really hasn't led to much of the production that we would want. And while, I mean, Frank is not only wrong, uh, right about the touchdowns, the Jets in general just against running backs over the past month have been really good, only allowing 12.1 fantasy points per game in that span. It's a not a good matchup for Doug Martin. He got benched last week. There's no Jameis Winston, so the Jets may key in on him and, and try and make Ryan Fitzpatrick beat them. I'm scared about Doug Martin this week. The other day, we were debating having Adrian Peterson or Doug Martin rest of season moving forward. Has it changed? I know you were kind of on the side of AP, right, Greggy? Yeah, I was, I think. Maybe. I like, I like <laughs> Doug Martin because he had he had the better, better schedule, but obviously Jameis well, Winston going down affects a lot. I hated AP, but like, it's crazy because the, the thought behind AP... Was that once Carson Palmer got hurt, they would just run him into the ground. And this is it's real. Like, everything we thought would happen for once totally has happened. It's real. So, uh, ultimately, I think I'm going to take Adrian Peterson because yeah, I know last week the matchup was all right. We'll see what happens tonight. I'm really interested in that. Um, but I think AP is just going to carry the load more um, than a Doug Martin. You say for once, like it's never happened before. Nugget number three, though. Yeah, you eat them in one bite. I love it. This is great. This is what helps it. You know? mm -hmm. That's a nugget goal. number three goes to my guy T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton, this is a nugget for you. Faces out of the six games that he has remaining, four of them are against the toughest defenses against wide receivers in the NFL. Uh, I did a video about this on Monday. Uh, I looked again today. It's still true. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, he's a boomer bust guy. And Frank, I'll go to you first here. It's kind of hard to. Like, put that in perspective, when you're coming off a game where he went absolutely nuts, he's gone nuts three different times this year, but the three times he went nuts were against three very weak defenses at the time. So as a T.Y. Hilton owner, which obviously I am, we've been talking about this nonstop, um, which, do, should I expect T.Y. Hilton to just have another one of these big games, or should I expect him to be contained? Like, Chuck Pagano has said he has to get the ball to his best wide receiver, but the matchups are so bad. What do you think? I think if you can try and sell him... You should, but the problem is I don't know what you're going to get from him. We right. keep bringing up the fact that, as of right now, he's a top-five wide receiver on the season. Well, let's put that in a little bit of perspective. He hasn't had his bye week yet either, and he has had those three big games. But the other games he's played have been duds. They were, what, uh, less than 60 yards in, in those games where th they weren't blow-up games? So, I mean, he, w he wasn't providing much uh, production in those games. 
I wonder what you can get for him. Like this week, I still have him as a top 24 wide receiver. The Steelers defense has been very good this year, but I feel like their secondary has been a little bit exposed over the past month. So he's probably in your lineup this week based on the bye weeks. But if you can sell him, I think you should. And, and he's getting, the, he's getting a fever one night, one of those weeks. He is yeah, getting he's going fever. up against the Jaguars. Absolutely. Know. Let's get to question number four. I'm sorry, Nugget number four. It's not a question. Um, Before they get to Nugget number four, as Frankie's pounding the Nuggets down each question, Frankie's nailing a Nugget. We're going to take you a quick break right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You'll listen to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Check us out every Monday through Friday, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern. The guys are getting it done. 40 fantasy football nuggets as Frankie Stanfield on his birthday knocks down a nugget, a chicken nugget, every time he gives a fantasy football nugget. I like it. Some ingenuity from the youngsters. They're getting it done. Here's the nuggets. Questioning uh, Frank's going sauce to sauce, mixing sauces. They don't mm. think it's good for the stomach. Yeah, they think it's a bad idea. Yeah. I've noticed you I have do it, it all the time. What's the one at the end? Was that sweet ranch? and sour? Oh, he he, sweet and sour, right? he mm. hasn't used it. He's been ignoring it. I'll do the next one, sweet and sour. Hey, do your thing, man. Jordan Howard has not scored a touchdown since week four. Surprising? Yeah. Given all the volume he's gotten, yeah. you would think simply alone, based on that volume, you see, you touch the ball that much. You think, even if he's not getting the ball in the red zone, which he is, you would think, though, one of those rushes, he's going to break out and score a touchdown. Like, I think that he is one of these guys. Greg, I know you're thinking about trading him in a league. Knowing that stat, to me, and the volume he's had through it, it screams that some positive touchdown regression is coming his I kinda, way. I tend to agree. But they have to get there, Frank. That's the problem. I don't think Chicago gets down there uh, enough to make it seem like a, a strong amount of positive regression is coming. Yeah, I mean, they have no vertical passing attack. It's really dependent on Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard getting them down the field. Yep. So 
I mean, I think the volume is is fair for him, and we like the matchups moving forward for Jordan Howard. I think it's going to get better. Okay. I think I think good times are. Uh, Good times are coming for Jordan Howard. As we move on to our next fantasy nugget, this is the 40 Nugget Challenge. Frank is attempting to eat 40 McDonald's chicken nuggets. He has about 55 minutes to go. Kareem Hunt has not scored a touchdown since week three. Yeah, bad. Kareem Hunt has... Is positive progression coming here as well? I... See, you could look at it two ways. You could look at it as, yes... There's going to be some positive touchdown regression there, but his usage has dwindled in the last couple of weeks. I think if you want to look at it on the negative side of things, you could say the first three weeks were just a fluke, and what he's been after that really is who Kareem Hunt is. I think Kareem Hunt is still a high-end RB1 due to the volume, due to the fact that he is on the Kansas City Chiefs, but... I don't think he is the slam dunk, like, top three or four running back like we initially thought. Like, I think he's right in that mix with Leonard Fournette... Guys of that elk. Our next nugget, as Frank goes for his next nugget. Sweet and sour. Not so good. This is nugget number seven for Frank. Kareem Hunt has 75% of the Chiefs' carries in the red zone. The third highest among RBs this season. So it kind of continues the theme in us talking about Kareem Hunt. Chime in, you know. Oh, I, I. He's chewing. I don't want to. I didn't, I didn't talk, know you. Talking with your mouthful is like yeah, rude, yeah, it's a tough you know. thing. I think it was. Oh, there you go. <laughs> a good follow up. Based... Like, Thank God I didn't have anything to say. I think it was a good follow up based on the the previous nuggets that we yeah, just yeah, had. Yeah, that's, that's why we did it like that. The fact that he's getting this this percentage of his team's red zone carries, and it's the third highest percentage in the NFL, and and it's a very high number of carries that he's gotten inside the red zone. I think the fact of that volume, him coming out of the bye. We were talking about this a little bit yesterday, Greggy. Is that we feel like he's fit? Uh, he's hit a little bit of a wall, but going into the bye, the bye, he'll be able to freshen himself up a little bit. And coming out, I think we could see some big performances out of Kareem Hunt down the stretch. I wouldn't worry too much about him. I, I know that's kind of been a topic of conversation this week. Okay. Uh, Frank goes for his next nugget, so we'll go to our next nugget, which is this, Michael Florio. Devontae Freeman is a great stat. Has what great nugget, excuse me. Has one carry inside the 10-yard line in his last four games. One of the best things when you were drafting Devontae Freeman was that when he got inside the 10-yard line, he was seemingly automatic. He would get a ton of carries, and he always was able to find the end zone. But you're only getting one carry inside that 10-yard line in four games. That's not going to get it done. No, and before that, in the four games before that, he had five rushing touchdowns because he had nine carries inside the 10-yard line. So clearly, for whatever reason, his carries are down from the last four compared to the first four. His rushing yards are down. The the way they're using him has changed, and it, it is really hurting his fantasy value. Okay, Frank has nothing to say about this one. We move on to nugget number nine. Ted Ginn is third amongst all wide receivers with at least 20 targets. In catch rate, 77.8%, which is crazy because Ted Ginn is known as the guy that can't catch the ball. And he's third in catch rate, which means what? I think I said it uh, in my article that I wrote this week. I think Ted Ginn has been very underrated so far this year. You look at it, the last uh, few games, I believe it is three of the last four, he has at least 15 PPR points in. Like, he's not getting the credit that he deserves. Yeah, I think the fact that their uh, their their running game. I was thinking about which sauce I'm going to use next. Their running game has been so good that's that's set up the deep pass down the field, and it they've been able to be so efficient because of how uh, how much balance they have on offense now. So they're running the ball well. Defenses creep up a little bit, and then Tedgin can get behind uh, the defense there and has some opportunity to not only make plays but you know have some consistency. And 
I agree with Mike. I think I think he's a a solid top thirty wide receiver. Because you know, I don't like I don't love Drew Brees this week. Right this but, week. So you're, so you're saying he's top thirty this week? I think he's top thirty going forward. Probably. I think yeah. he's top going forward. Because in, in better matchups, he's going to be ranked higher. Anyway. So, Ted Ginn's catch rate right now is 77.8%. Looking at it, besides the one year where he played one game or whatever it was, he's been under 60 every year but one. So, so he's made improvements. Do, do you think it's Drew Brees' accuracy? Like, this is the best quarterback that Ted Ginn has played with? I think that's part of it. I don't think it's all of it. I For whatever it is, Ted Ginn has improved. Like, last year, we saw some of the times when Cam Newton was on target with him, he would still drop it. I'm but, sure playing with Drew Brees helps, too. Yeah, obviously so. We'll continue the taking discussion as Frank eats nugget number 10. That'll make him a quarter of the way through the challenge. Ted Ginn, I feel strong, too. Do you? Mm-hmm. Wait till your mouth's not full before you speak, please. <laughs> Ted, Ginn, Ted Ginn is first among all wide receivers. Oh, or amongst. Nice, nice uh, proper English there. Whoever heard this one. Is first amongst all wide receiver in yards per target. So... Even though Ted Ginn is catching the ball at a higher rate, he's still not exactly an intermediate route guy. He's still going pretty deep for his routes, which is awesome for fantasy perspective, for fantasy purposes. Yeah, I think these two stats paired together really tell you what te- how good Ted Ginn has been this year. Like I said, I, I really do think he's been underrated, especially over the last month. He has a well, I said fifteen and three or four. He has at least eight in every game of the last four. So, I mean, if you're telling me his floor is eight PPR points with the chance to get fifteen plus. I'll gladly get that guy in my lineup. He is wide receiver 21 in terms of fantasy points per game and half-point PPR at 8.6 points per game. That's three spots higher than Michael Thomas, who was drafted wow. at the end of round one, early round two. What I think what I think is cool is that people expect monster things from Ted Ginn and in New Orleans, the right fit, replacing Brandon Cooks, blah, blah, blah. And it's lived up to those expectations. I think it's so rare that we can pinpoint this and be like, "That's it's, this is going to happen, especially for a journeyman player can, like Ted Ginn. And it has, Mike. I think he's been better than people expected, though. Yeah, I think he people, was being drafted outside the top 40 wide receivers. I think people expected some monsters games and then some duds like Ted Ginn has been. He's been consistent this year. Like, when has Ted Ginn ever been consistent in fantasy? And that's with Drew Brees not living up to the expectations that we thought out of him. So imagine if Drew Brees was throwing the ball as much as he has in years past. He could have been even better. So I, I agree with you guys. I'm, I'm in on Ted Ginn. You're in on Ted Ginn. That's what we did yesterday on the program for those, those that didn't watch. All right, we go to nugget number 11, which means we go to our fantasy nugget 11, which goes back to the Jets. Over the past month, the Jets are allowing the second most fantasy points per game to tight end and allowed five touchdowns to the position over the last four games before this past week, which... Kind of, we talked about this like yesterday on the show. Is still a reason to like Cameron Brait even without Jameis Winston. Although the Giants are the worst against the tight end, the Jets aren't much better, Frankie. Yeah, I like Cameron Brait a lot this Deep week. Deep breath after that nugget. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for all the reasons you guys mentioned, I don't want to get off Cameron Brait just because he's had one bad game. He still has been super, super consistent so far this year, and I mean. From going from Jameis Winston to Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's not that big of a drop off. In fact, it might not be a drop off at all. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a gunslinger, and we saw, you know, in the game where he entered, Cameron Brait was fine. I think the game that he entered was the one where OJ Howard actually had a big game as well. So he throws to the tight end. He threw a touchdown to Luke Stocker last week. So I, I think the passing attack for the Tampa Bay Bucks will be just fine, and that includes the tight ends. 
All right, there you go. There's another nugget later on about Jets against tight ends. Just just letting y'all know. Oh, Uh-oh, foreshadowing. Oh, foreshadowing. I like that. Uh, here's the next nugget, and it's about, speaking of tight ends, of tight ends with at least 20 targets, Vernon Davis averages the most yards per target and receptions. Surprise, Florio? Uh, I'm, doing some, I'm assuming some additional calculations. I wouldn't have I'm, guessed Vernon Davis if you let me guess, but hearing it, it's not really that surprising. Vernon Davis has been very useful in fantasy. He's been very efficient when given the chance. And remember, when Jordan Reed was out, Vernon Davis was out producing him because a lot of those were big catch and runs he had. And like there was always the joke, oh, Vernon Davis, turn him back the clock. But Vernon Davis has been better than Jordan Reed this year. It's crazy to me that he went through that stretch of years where he was just not productive. Like, no team can find a way to get Vernon Davis involved. And now he goes over to Washington where they love to throw to the tight end so much. And it's kind of been a renaissance for his career. I'm just surprised that another team wasn't able to get this kind of production out of Vernon Davis. Because, frankly, I mean, it's selfish of me to say, but they robbed us of another fantasy tight end. Those years where he was not being used you know, correctly... They robbed the of a uh, potential tight end one. Well, this system's also good for him, obviously. Yeah. Where should I go? What sauce? Greg is I'll let you guys choose. Do the fry. All right. Do the so, sweet and sour. So I want you don't like the sweet and sour. Right. Just do it. No, I'll, do I'll it go sweet and sour. Before you before you bite that, I, I do All want right. to give an update on Nugget. When I was I was looking at Ted Ginn and Brandon Cooks just for fun. Last year, through his first eight games, Brandon Cooks was actually a lot better than I thought. Because I wanted to see how comparable Ted Ginn and Brandon Cooks were going to be. Since Ted Ginn was the one that replaced quote unquote Brandon Cooks. Ted Ginn this year uh, through eight games, 28, 4, 80, and 3. Brandon Cooks through eight games last year, 41, 596, and 5. Brandon Cooks was the man. We're going to come back. We'll get more nuggets, fantasy football nuggets, and nuggets for Frankie Stanfield on his birthday. Stay tuned for more from the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Let's get back to where we belong. Fantasy Nuggets. Some got chicken. Some got football. But I like them both. Got like a good nugget. Here's the man, Greg Sussman. And Frank Stonfall. Also, by the way, this year, as I mentioned, Ted Ginn, 28, 480, and 3. Brandon Cooks, 33. So five more receptions. 563. Uh, about 80 more yards and the same amount of touchdowns. Brandon Cooks and Tegan this year aren't that far off. Interesting. 
I, I have I still have the wide receiver points per game up, and Brandon Cooks is ninth in a half point PPR. And as I mentioned, Ted Ginn is twenty first, Michael Thomas twenty fourth. Interesting. Yeah, the wide receiver position nuggets. hasn't been great this year, though. Well, we can say that for a lot, man. Uh, quarterbacks as well. It's just it's been a crapshoot. Their next nugget is number, nugget thirteen. The Bills have allowed at least one rushing touchdown to opposing running backs in five of their past six games. Florio, I don't know. When I look at the Bills, I always think they're like a pretty good defense. Like I look at them and they're like, oh, they're, they're a good defense. But allowing rushing touchdowns five out of the past six games to the opposing fantasy running back, that to me is like a predictive stat. Like when I see a running back now against Buffalo, I'm like, all right, I can count on this guy. Does that hold true in week 10? Oh, oh, the Saints can run on anybody. So yeah, the Saints are going to score touchdowns running the ball this week. You look at it, the Jets had two last week. That is a bad sign for the Bills defense. The Raiders had one, but that was a game where they were up ahead. So I, I don't know if you want to like read into that one too much, but I think after this week, that stat is only going to increase because I, the Saints are matchup proof. Like they're two running backs you have to play, even if they were going up against the best defense against running backs. Like you have to get them out there. And foreshadowing, we have a uh, an Alvin Kamara nugget coming later on as well. But I agree with Mike. Both of these guys are top ten running backs. This week and moving forward, standard or PPR, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, that was similar to something that I tweeted out earlier this week where I just think um, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram are both going to feast this week against the Buffalo Bills. That's kind of the reason why I'm off Drew Brees is just because I think that the Saints are going to have so much um, so much uh, production and, and running the ball against the Buffalo Bills that they're not going to be able to, not not going to be able to, but not going to need to throw the ball all that much. There you go. As we move on to the next nugget. Yes. This, is, this is a good nugget. This is a great nugget. So coming up in a week and a half or so, uh, Survivor Series. And John Cena, John Cena, is 8-1 and one all time at Survivor Series. John Cena is now part of Team SmackDown, Mike Florio. So is he gonna, Greg? You're you're the big wrestling guy here. Is he gonna go to eight and two or nine and one? I think he goes nine and one. Well, you think SmackDown's taking out Raw? I know. Do you think Raw wins all the other ones and like they throw SmackDown this one, something like that? Um, I think a lot of them they win. I think Raw wins uh, the Shield match. I think they'll oh, win that. Of course. I think Raw wins the women's match because Oscar's on that team and Oscar's not gonna lose anything. I think Raw wins the women's match. I think they win the Shield match. Brock Lesnar obviously wins. So it's a lot of Raw. So I think SmackDown wins the, the main match. I miss Buffalo. <laughs> Do you want me to ask Buffalo sauce in the restaurant? Nah, I thought about it. I yeah. would have. I don't want to bother them. All right. Uh, nugget number 15. He only has five more to go in box number one. It's is true. It, is that true? It. Yeah, yeah, you only have five more to go, right? Oh, my God. Do they put more than 20 nuggets in here? Imagine. Well, we know, we know, we know there's 40 nuggets. You're eating a nugget every time we do a nugget. So, they put more to, good for Mike and I, I guess. Um, Le'Veon Bell, right now, is currently averaging less than four yards a carry. This is a great stat. I think, I don't know which one of you guys looked it up. That would be me. It wasn't me. This is a great stat. Thank you. Go. You want me to elaborate yeah, no, on I got, that? Yeah, I, just thought I thought you were going to elaborate well, I don't really on have an, I, don't really, I don't really have an, like, anything to elaborate on. I just found it interesting. That's why I added in here. I thought that was a good nugget. Greggy, how yes, many... Sir. They've played eight games this year. Yeah. Both of you without looking. Guess how many times... How many games Le'Veon Bell's averaged more than four yards per carry? How many games? Is it eight games you said? Yep. I will say more than four yards per carry. I will say five. I'll say three. Three times. And two of them, it was 4.1, 4.1, and one was 5.6. So, 
That 5.6 is really even is yeah. dragging that up a little he's, bit. He's not had a good year on the ground rushing, which I think is kind of interesting. Not that it changes anything. You're never going to bench Le'Veon Bell. You're never going to take him out or anything like that. But I think it's interesting. Should we still, when we do our rankings like every week, should we still consistently make him the number one? I think so. I think so. just based on volume. I think you have this to. This is a guy that's getting like 30 to 35 touches a game. I have. He hasn't been number one for me in a little bit. Like I, I The last couple weeks, I had Ezekiel Elliott ahead of him. I think one week I may have had Todd Gurley ahead of him. But, I mean, Bell is obviously always like two or three. Yeah, he's number one. For but <laughs> He's going up against the Colts. It's yeah, this action. week he's easily number one. All right. No, All right, no. I'm up. Up for number 16, Cooper Cup is averaging less than 50 yards receiving per game. Everybody likes Cooper Cup. Everyone's always like Cooper Cup. I feel like this offseason all we do is talk about Cooper Cup and Kareem Hunt. And they're both very fantasy relevant. Would you actually say that Kareem Hunt is the best rookie wide... I'm sorry, Cooper Cup is the best rookie wide receiver in the NFL? This year? No, like, six years ago. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, like, fantasy-wise? Yeah, or yeah. Like, fantasy-wise. Like talent wise, not Fantasy- ta- I don't. Talent wise, you have a lot of guys that are injured, yeah. so we can't. I won't say that. Fantasy wise, he's probably been the best one so far. Who's who's been better? I don't know. That's why. That's why I'm asking you. I like, think like, like Juju's been awesome, but it was Juju's one been game. awesome, but it's been one game. I think Cooper Cup's better than that. Uh, I think like rookie pass catchers and, and Davis have been hurt. So I think rookie pass catchers, like I think Evan Ingram's better. But I like, do. But like he's tight end, it's not a wide yeah, receiver. Definitely. So he's basically a wide receiver. Agree. <laughs> I don't think you can count it because like, no, fantasy is a tight end. Wouldn't it be cool if he got like wide receiver eligibility? No, wide receiver tight end. You would never, you would never want Evan Ingram no, no. as a you, wide receiver. You want him, you want him as, as a tight end. No, it's, I get that. It's like you never use Buster Posey at first base. There would be weeks that I think you can use Evan Ingram as a wide receiver. I know in one of my home leagues, the owner uses he has Cameron Bray and Evan Ingram. He flexes a tight end every week, but. You would never ideally use him as a wide receiver. Like, I agree that like his he's so valuable because he does it at the tight end position. Yeah, like if his numbers were for a wide receiver, he'd be around the same range as like a Cooper Cup, I would imagine. Like a wide receiver three ish. Most be better. His scores more than Cooper Cup. Yeah, you. But I don't think he would like consist. Like I don't know. Like he's consistently for me like a top like six or seven tight end. His value would obviously take a big hit if he was a wide receiver. I don't know if he'd take a big hit. Should I, should I compare Cooper Cup and Evan Ingram for stats? You, you relax. You eat, Frank. I got this, man. I'm trying to help you out. Cooper Cup is averaging 6.9 in a PPR. Evan Ingram had on the year 34, 4, 12, and 4. 26, 370, and 3 for Cooper Cup. Not all that different. Evan Ingram is averaging 8.2 and a half point. So he's PPR. better. Yeah. No, he's better, but he would like his value would take a big hit, obviously. Uh, sure. Fine. I want to look at who's averaging 8.2 points per game so I can compare it with Evan Ingram at the wide receiver Yeah, position. do that. That sounds good. Adam Thielen. Wide receiver 27. Where you go? Adam Thielen is a beast. He is... I have him on my top you 10. You know what's crazy? He's a beast, but he's only wide receiver 27. In points per game. He's much that higher than matters. that in just, I think, total points. Points per game also matters. It does. That's why I like to look at it. I mean... They still have some... No, they don't... You know, I, I think it's good to look at because there are some guys who don't who go on bye weeks and stuff, and that's why T.Y. Hilton is inside the top five because he hasn't had a bye week yet. So that's why I like to look at points per game. All right, let's move on to another nugget. This is nugget number 17, Frank Staffel. Jordy Nelson is not in the top 50 players in yards per game, receiving yards per game. However... He is just one of four players with six receiving touchdowns. He may finish the year with six receiving touchdowns. Ah, probably not. <laughs> probably not, but Brett Hundley is just absolutely sapping him of Very all bad. his value. 
Where will Jesus be? All right, I'll keep speaking. Uh, no, Brett Hundley, do you really want to trust him? Obviously, he's been going more to Devontae Adams. I think Adams is the wide receiver we all want to own. We kind of all agreed upon that this week. Uh, Eric Young agreed with us as well. Jordy Nelson, man, his value is has, that was <laughs> his value has taken a big hit. You guys are having trouble digesting your McDonald's. No, I was I was having a little. Throat oh, I thought I thought like you were struggling no, to eat the no, fry. No, I, I apologize. Um, there you go. Jordy Nelson has been uh, obviously a major issue. When he's not catching as many touchdowns, the yards per game just aren't there. He's not the same wide receiver that he was. No, no, no. And I think we need to remember this next year. Like we can't look at his numbers and be like. Brett Hundley, Aaron Rodgers got hurt. If Aaron Rodgers didn't get hurt, Jordy Nelson was going to be the top five wide receiver he always is. The touchdowns were there for Jordy Nelson, but the yards even weren't there even with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, here's a fantasy nugget for you. It doesn't count. Uh, Zeke, the, the hearing is over. No timetable, and we'll find out what the ruling ultimately is. So, we If there's no ruling, he can play this We week. expect him to play on Sunday. We do expect him to play on Sunday. Let's move on to nugget number 18. Frank, how are you feeling, by the way? Feeling good? Th- good thumbs up? Ooh. Not so good anymore. Solid. Slowing down. Not not strong. We're not even halfway done. Solid. We're not halfway done. They had to put more than twenty. They did. They did. That's. But you only had to do forty. Okay. So we're not even halfway done yet. We took we took bets downstairs as to how much he would get. Don't worry, I'm still going. <laughs> I have I have the most confidence in you, but in the bet, by the way. Mm. I'll leave I'll leave it at that. Thank you, Greg. You're welcome. <laughs> Leonard Fournette has the two fastest plays in the NFL this year. With a 22.05 mile per hour play in week six and a 21.76 mile per hour play in, uh, sorry, that was in week, one was in week six, one was in week five. I, I wrote week six down for both. One was uh, week six, the other one was week five. Does it mean anything, Florian? I, yeah, I mean, obviously it shows that he does have an explosiveness to him. He's not just a guy who couldn't. You know, get the short yardage and pound in the ball when they're on the goal line. Like, he has that explosive factor to him, he can do it all. Yeah, I think it just shows how dynamic he is yeah. and coming in. It just it was so hard to draft him because of the foot injury that we were so worried about and he was slipping down drafts. Originally I had him inside my top 10, but as we got closer and closer, he wasn't playing in the preseason and normally that's something that just completely scares me off a player, especially a rookie not playing in the preseason much. He only had that one preseason game. So, I think it made sense that he was slipping down draft boards, but for whoever took a chance on him, I mean, he's been easily a top 5 running back in terms of uh, per-game production when he's not missing team photos. Yeah, you know, it can't be perfect. I got to miss a photo every once in a while and go from there. You listen to the uh, Chicken Nugget Challenge right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name's Tony Cicada. We will be back with more after this. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com premium and learn more about our awesome products. 
Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada, and make sure you tune in every Monday through Friday, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern. And, of course, if you're on the West Coast, 10 p.m., it's not so late over there, right? Lay down in the bed and put on some fantasy sports information, and football is where it's at on Fantasy Football Rewind. You can also check me out before the show on the Fantasy Sports News Desk, brought to you by the New York Daily News as we get you ready with all the news that's out there. There, that's going to affect your fantasy options. And if you're playing DFS, the Lineup Luck Show brought to you by DailyRoto.com. 6 to 7 p.m. on the East Coast, Monday through Friday, with Dane Martinez of Fantasy Freestyle. And then every morning, you get DFS Today on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Um, just a five-minute update of me giving you who I'm going to play that day, my thoughts and uh, breaking down a position in football each and every night. So on Mondays, I give you the uh, first look at the DraftKings prices. Like, I don't look until I get on air, right? And I start looking and seeing, oh, this one's interesting, this one's interesting. And no unabated look, right? It's nice. I feel like we're doing it together. And then on Tuesdays is the running backs. Wednesdays is the uh, Tuesdays is the quarterbacks. Wednesdays is the running backs. Thursday, wide receiver. And then Friday, I gave you my entire lineup, which is on DFS today on iTunes or Google Play. So check it out. I'll see you Monday on Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.